0: Hey, Good morning. Today's class is in Leunishmat Felicia, but Miriam, sponsored by her son Solomon Marciano, and for Leunishmat Yerachmil Daniel Ben Gedalia and Leunishmat Benema. Bezrat Hashem, also Raful of Shalom Ben Yamina. That is Rabbi Ruches' full name. I think I, I misspelled it last time. Shalom Ben Yamina. May Hashem, gave him a Rufus Shulema. Bezrat Hashem, also in the Yerat Shemaim. And success of Ben Shef Emma Reina February 22nd, we're having a, an event in Bay Harbor. Uh, Young Israel Bay Harbor, Mizret uh, Hashem, we're going to post a flyer. All right, today's an amazing, amazing day. Today's the 7th of Adar. Today is the holy Yort site of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu. What, 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 where do we start? Where do we start? Today, in my part of my meditation today, I asked my creator, what's, what 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 should I say today? And basically the idea of 10 steps to greatness. Ten, Not 10 steps, 10, 10 attributes of greatness. Moshe Rabbeinu was greatness. And the Torah is going to give us 10 attributes, pretty much. This is my own thing. But pretty much 10 things that, that we can all contemplate on how to become greatness. And remember, greatness is not about showing off and etc. Greatness is about revealing the divine spark inside of you in expressing it. It's your obligation to be great because you came from greatness. Playing small doesn't do anything for the world. Playing small does not do anything for you or the world or your creator. And this is why it's very, very important. We have to be great because we have greatness inside of us. A Person could be great, he could be a great speaker, he could be a great writer, he could be a great schnitzel maker if he has to. Whatever he has to do, he has to become great. I mean, this is not something, it's not an option. And any attempt not to get there is going to hurt. Any attempt not to get there, as is, is they say, Abraham Maslow says, a man has to be what, he has, what, he, what he's meant to be. And any attempt to avoid that, because of uh, self, uh, what, are you, what are people going to say about me, or not willing to deal with the struggle, or or being self-absorbed, people will think about you is going to is going to be bigger bigger pain than actually dealing with the situation. So it's not that you're showing off; it's you're revealing the divine inside of you. Remember that it's a very important concept. We all have we come from greatness because we have greatness inside of us, and we have to reveal that greatness inside of us in each of us. Have we completely? different mission, different skill, different revelation that has to be done. Do not compare, stay in your lane, and become great, period. Help other people become great, that's another way. So what are the 10 attributes I would say about the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu? Moshe Rabbeinu, number one, if I just just thinking about the whole concept with Mitraim, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu was always staying in the solution. He was st- always staying in the solution and what was Kali Israel? Always staying in the problem. Just a, just a general umbrella. Wherever your energy goes, that's where your focus goes. And if you see Ed Moshe Rabbein, all day long was in the solution. All day long. So this is something that you have to understand, guys. We have to stay in the solution, not in the problem. That's one step to lose your energy in life, is to stay in the problem. Smart people, great people, stay in the solution. They get curious, they act fast, they fail fast, and they get lessons really quick. But they're always in the solution 95% solution, very, very small percentage on the problem. People that are always, always self absorbed, stuck in life, they're 95% they're stuck on the problem and 5% on the solution. And because they're stuck on the problem, the energy is going to the problem, they don't have the energy for the solution. And that's what we're trying to get people to get, give them dot. That's exactly what Ramosh Rabbein represents in Kabbalah, the concept of Dat, the concept Dat means perspective, That means uh, knowledge, That means the ability to, to gr- your ability to grow, and to the extent that we have Dat, we have mercy. That's my whole purpose of these classes, is to teach people how to fish, not to just give them fish so they can feel better. That's not going to help. If I teach you how to fish, you're going to have a healthy marriage. If I just give you a segula on how to get rid of, uh, get out of this uh, argument, if I teach you how how to become, it makes a big, big difference. This is exactly what Rabbi Nachman taught me through these teachings. He taught me how to fish, and I have to now teach other people how to fish. But we have to be able to listen. So greatness is the concept of Moshe Rabbeinu, who was the most humble, why was he so humble? So we know that there, there's a great, there is a great relationship between humility and greatness. So we already know wherever there's greatness, our sages say there's massive humility. Wherever there's arrogance, there's a massive downfall. As you could see, wherever there's see what Hashem does is he takes all the rishayim first, he elevates them and then he dumps them and then he makes them fall greater. And you can see you don't have to be that smart, but you can just watch the news and watch what's going on. All the big mouths, ba 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 next thing you know, where are they now? Where's where's the kumo's and where's all these clowns talking? Where are they now? They're nowhere. Where are they now? Where are all these people? All these big mouths. They're nowhere. Where are they? Where are they? You don't even know them. Humble people stay grounded, etc. This is one of the things we come from the earth and we're going to go be buried in the earth. Greatness is all about staying grounded. Staying grounded. Staying grounded. So Reb Nachman tells us here that Moshe Rabbeinu had tremendous compassion. He had compassion and his whole purpose, Moshe Rabbeinu, was he had such compassion for the Jewish people, he sacrificed himself for them and he cast aside his life completely, showing absolutely no concern for himself. Although God said to him, I will make you into a great nation. He paid no attention whatsoever for that. He says, if you don't forgive them, this is because if you don't forgive their offense, I'm done. Take me out, erase from me the book. That's a leadership. That is tremendous leadership. This is because he was a compassionate and true leader. And Moshe engaged in settling the world. So it should the human being should have dot. That. That's Moshe Raveno. All he wanted to do is to give people dot. And the problem in Egypt was a very, very short mind, short spirit, lack of emotional stability, small perspective, victim mindset, and they didn't listen to Moshe. So, they had kotzer ruach. They were impatient. What else is new? Is there anything new that has changed since Mitzrayim to 2022? No. The solution is, is to have that. You should not focus on Motivation, you should focus on strategy, you should focus on getting wisdom, on getting the right mindset. You can't avoid problems in life, you can't avoid, you have to be just, a person has to know how how to be stronger. I heard a great line. Life is like a gym membership with a very, very complicated cancellation policy. So you can't cancel it either. You can't cancel life. You can't cancel, you're stuck. So either you choose to grow, and grow in your life versus the opposite. And this is where Rambam says clearly that Moshe Rabbeinu was greatness because he gave he gave that. So let's just talk about the, some of the concepts of Moshe Rabbeinu. He had the highest level of humility. What is the highest level of humility, Moshe? Number one, he was not self-centered. Everything was about the people. Everything was about them, versus the opposite. What is the opposite of of, of of you humble, arrogant. Arrogant means it's all about me, self-centeredness, etc. The area where you want to be greatness in your life, you have to be willing to learn from everything, and you have to be willing, willing, willing to be extremely open-minded. That is humility. Humility means I'm open-minded to learning. I'm not going to judge everything quickly. If I'm having going through a situation in my life, we always say this is good or bad. How do you know what it is? Be open-minded. When you don't understand something. The solution is surrender. It's not give it the wrong meaning based on a different based on a flawed perspective. That is what's going on today. The perspective is flawed, so the meaning is flawed. So the situation so the person becomes literally impossible to get out of that situation. So this is why we have to connect it. When Ramachan says the remedy for chaos is surrender. Bittle. Close your eyes. You know nothing. That is the first step. He was extremely humble. He was not self-centered. It wasn't about him. He fought for the Jews all day long, but it was not about him. It wasn't his victory. It was a victory for call. So that's the first step of greatness, is not to be self-centered. Not to be self-centered. Very, very important. Number two, that he recognized at the highest level of knowledge, the more he knew in life, the more he recognized he knew nothing. This is another concept. Great people, they're very open-minded to growth. And they recognize when they know something, they're very easily to change. That's the difference between Blockbuster and Netflix. Blockbuster, they knew everything. But right now they're out of business. Nobody's returning a Blockbuster video. You have to, one, maybe one place in, in who in knows? Oregon. In Beth, Oregon. Shamir's a refus labor for Oregon and all those. The bottom line is, you know, nobody's holding a Blockbuster video. Because that person, you know, they were stubborn. You have to go net, net, Netflix. You have to be able to make that transition in life. And in life, you have to be able to be able to change quickly. Moshe Rabbeinu was able to do that. Because you knew nothing. So when you recognize you know nothing, you can change quickly. Versus being stubborn, saying, I know everything. So when I know I know nothing, I'm very flexible to every change. Our sages say we have to be extremely flexible as a reed. If something's not working, flexible, flexible. Versus my way or the highway. This is a tourist problem. This is a, a very Capricorn tourist uh, issue. Earth signs are very, they don't like to, they don't like to bend too much. This is who uh, so I am. Um, what happens, okay, this is who you are? Hold on to a Blockbuster video. Every time you think of stubbornness, just link, just hold on to a Blockbuster video to show you where that's getting you now today. Look at their stock price, it's gone. Stubbornness is going to lead you to fall. To fall. We need the opposite. Moshe Rabbeinu recognized he knew nothing. The more you know nothing, the more you're, you can change. Number three, he, Moshe Rabbeinu represented the attribute of Netzach. Kabbalistically, Netzach represents the, the right foot, the ability to run eternal. Moshe Rabbeinu was not looking for five-yard uh, completions. He was looking for the whole game eternal. He was not looking for motivation. Moshe Rabbeinu was looking for the long-term strategy. Netzach means eternal. Netzach means I'm doing something, I'm changing a habit forever. That is netzach, where you make a decision and you're netzach. Victory forever. You're not thinking about short-term. It's not your short-term vision. Moshe Rabbeinu had long-term vision. Netzach. Netzach means eternal, means victory, but not short-term victory eternal victory. And that happens when you make a one-minute decision to decide to do something. You start waking up earlier, that could be your, net, your beginning of your Netzach. The person starts working on the bread, he starts working on humility, he starts praying to create. Whatever it is, today you have the ability to tap into Netzach. Do something that, will, that you can change your life eternally. And everybody's going to ask you, hey, what changed your life when I started doing this? Nobody says, uh, my life changed uh, by mistake. Usually tell you the opposite. My life changed when this happened to me. No, do the opposite. My life changed when I started doing this. Don't become, didn't happen to me, life changed when I made a decision to do this, to do that. My, my life changed when I started keeping Shabbat. My life started to change when I did this. We all have that decision. I know when I picked up the book Advice, my life changed, I took action. Life changes with action, action is netzach. And Moshe Rabbeinu represented action and netzach. So that's number three. Where arrogant people, remember, arrogant people put very little, little effort and what, what do they do? Arrogant people put very little effort, so they're not netzach, they do the opposite of netsach. Very short endurance and then they blame, it's not working. I tried, it's not working. As I tried, it's not working. That's the opposite of netsach. Short term, short term fuse. Doesn't, you're not getting results right away? Not, not, not for me, not for me. This is today, this is the society today. Give me media gratification. I need it right now. If I don't get it right now, I'm, I'm done. Very flaky, just like the wind. And then we blame everybody else for it. We blame everybody else for our problems. Flakiness. Very, your creator is not interested in flaky people. He's interested in loyal people. Focus on Netzach today. That's what I asked today, Hashem. Give me Netzach. In every area of my life. Give me netzach. Let me stop looking at the scoreboard. We look for the long run. That is netzach. That is Moshe Rabbeinu. This is why we're still talking about Moshe Rabbeinu. Because and we, all we do is talk about Moshe Rabbeinu. Because of his legacy. Number four. Moshe was the humblest man because he forgave right away. Wow. Humility means forgiving right away? Yes. The more humble we are, the more we do not make everything about us, the more we recognize, hurt people, hurt others, and we don't take it so personal. A humble person cannot be offended. I'm not telling you guys to be perfect. I'm just trying to tell you what to ask for, what to shoot for, what to, how to get to greatness. These are attributes of greatness. Greatness, great people don't get offended. They don't recognize everything's about them. And how about this? The more you grow in life, the more haters you're going to have. And the more haters you have, the more humble you have to be not to, not to let them get to you. So there you go. Moshe Rabbeinu was accused of idolatry. Moshe Rabbeinu was accused of theft. Moshe Rabbeinu was accused of uh, not sleeping with his wife. Moshe Rabbeinu was accused of slander. Moshe Rabbeinu was accused of taking control. <laughs> Who didn't go after him? Yet Moshe Rabbeinu remained silent. He didn't take it personally. He forgave easily. Not only did he forgive, he prayed for them. Wow, that is greatness. When you could forgive and pray for the person who insulted you. That is greatness. Versus holding a grudge and wishing to be punished. That is not greatness. That is a small mindset. You could see, just this is an attribute. Moshe Rabbeinu, he forgave easily. forgave his sister and he prayed for her. Wow! When's the last time we did that? That is an attribute of greatness. You want to be great, you have to be able to forgive people quickly. And how do you do that? By not being self-centered. And not taking everything personal. Like we said... A humble person cannot be offended because he's not making everything about him. Number five. He didn't get to Eretz Yisrael and he had a tremendous level of acceptance. That is a big deal. Your ability to accept things today in life is what makes you great. Accept things. Acceptance is not an easy thing, especially what I went through obviously this year. Acceptance. Acceptance that there's a much bigger picture going on and our limited minds can't understand. We don't want to resist what is, because what happens is, what are we doing? We're going to suffer. You you don't what's the opposite of accepting? Resisting, and resisting leads to suffering. Pain is non-negotiable. Acceptance leads to growth. We can decide what we want to do, accept or resist. Moshe Rabbeinu, accepted that he didn't get to Eretz Yisrael. Wow, that always, it was such a high level. Not only did he accept, but he showed Yeshua what to do. I mean, it's, it's a different level. Imagine you're not the CEO of the company; somebody gives, and you have to teach the guy what to do. You know, you know what kind of level of acceptance that is? That is growth. That is humility. That is greatness when a person can accept and restart. How many? How much? How much of the world today is fighting pain today? Fighting what is today? That's what it is. We need to do the opposite. We need to be humble and accept. Because we don't know everything. Moshe Rabbeinu cared for every single Jew. He was compassionate. He was so compassionate. Great, great, great leaders are compassionate. They care for each other. And the most important. They're not not giving, and they're not enabling them. They're very, all he wanted to do, here Moshe Rabbeinu says, he wanted nothing to do. Moshe's the entire world, was to give people the awareness of God. Because somebody without that is is an animal. Where a person who has not dot, what, what is he? No better than not being created. He gave Moshe Rabbeinu's whole mission in this world. He had compassion on people and helped them how to get that. Whether people listen or not, that's a whole different story. But that's what he says. The whole purpose of that is is to recognize, to give people that to help them with the strategy, versus constantly, constantly, because he knew the greatness of sin, and he knew when you're in the wrong directions, when you're in the wrong direction in life, there's no greater problem, there's no greater misdirection than that. So that's another attribute that he had—he had tremendous compassion. Number seven, he recognizes imperfections. He recognizes imperfections, Moshe Rabbeinu. He wasn't trying to be perfect. He wasn't trying to fake it. He recognized it. he had imperfect, he had imperfect speech. He recognized he made a mistake with the rock. He recognized his imperfections. It wasn't, it wasn't, nothing had to be perfect. But he was able to own up and take responsibility for any imperfections that he has. That is an attribute of greatness. Took responsibility versus ran away from responsibility, etc. All you see today in the news, whose fault is it? It's, unbel- it's like such a sad society when you see it. When there's no spirituality in life, there's, it's a sad, sad society of projections and, and nothing but projections and, and nobody's taking responsibility. It's very sad because this is what our kids are, are, are looking up to, God forbid. Even sports players today, you could see how many, oh, we lost, the referees, uh, we got cheated out of the game. Instead of saying, you know, we got out hustled, the other team out hustled us. You could also say, the Yetzirah out hustled you today. Instead of saying, oh, it's not fair that I'm going through this. No, you're getting out-hustled. When I get out-hustled, I admit I got out-hustled by the Yetzirah today. I wasn't even focused. I wasn't paying attention. I'm not blaming anybody. Who am I going to blame? Rabbi Nachman? Who am I going to blame? You got out-hustled, you get out-hustled. What do you got to do? Strengthen the desire. That's it. That's what Rabbi Nachman's message is very clearly. If you don't have something, it's either you didn't pray for it, or you didn't pray for it enough. That's what the solution is. There's nothing else but that. That is the solution. Everything else is babamises Do you understand? It's nothing but babamises Believe me, I've been around enough people, addicts, et cetera. I know cetera. I know it's working and I know it's not working. I don't even have to read a book. I can just tell you based on stats. I'm in recovery centers for seven years. I've owned them. I've seen thousands of people go through. We have thousands of followers. I don't have to be a genius to understand what is working and what is not working. I can almost tell you by my intuition what to do. It's not rocket science at this point in my life where I can tell you what's working and what's not. And these attributes are exactly how to get there. This refers to getting married. This refers to getting everything, everything. We don't want to have a fixed mindset. We don't want to be stuck. Remember Blockbuster. I don't want to get to that stuckness. Number eight. His focus was on his legacy. Moshe Rabbeinu, our job in life is to leave. You have to leave dot into the world. Your job here is not to leave money over to your children. Your job is to give them knowledge. The world is give them money, give them money. No, your job in this world is to leave legacy. Leave. What are you going to be known for tomorrow? God forbid you pass away. What are you known for? What are you known for? What are you known for? What have you left in this world? Your job in this world is to leave something in this world that you are known for, and your name is able to be transpired and you enable enable. And we see this all day long. We're talking to Rab Nachman. we're talking about Rab Nassim. we're talking to Rav Kuk, we're talking about all these great sages. They l They've let the whole they're they're still alive. They left something in this world that we're still clinging on to. That's your job also. Leave something in this world. Versus just Succeed and resume virtues versus legacy virtues. Big, big difference, etc. Number nine. Moshe Rabbeinu prayed for unearned gifts. Would you believe that? He asked God for an unearned gift. Give me an unearned gift. He didn't demand it. Hashem had to tell him, stop praying at 515 but he prayed for unearned gifts. Us, what do we say? Give me this, I deserve this, I deserve that. Moshe Beinu, which his whole life, he was the most humblest man, and he's praying, give me an unearned gift. Wow, it's that's a, that's a lesson for us also, that we have to, how important to be grateful and pray for unearned gifts, not walk around with this chip on our shoulder saying, I'm owed everything, which leads you to sadness and depression. Who are you? Who are you <laughs> to, de- to determine how much you're owed in heaven? Let me give you some advice. Pray for unearned gifts. Today, I asked Hashem, give me unearned gifts. Unearned gifts. When you pray for unearned gifts, you you can't get disappointed. It's unearned. Any Hashem wants to give you a gift, they'll give it to you. But when we pray for demands and expectations and this and this and that, and we don't get it, oh, I didn't get this, I didn't get that, we walk around angry, spiritual people are not supposed to walk around like that. That is a lack of God, lack of knowing how to pray. Viewing our Creator as some, you know, some guy holding a scoreboard in heaven, you know, uh, changing the score based on if you click the right button. The greatest prayer is when God takes over you. How about that? The greatest prayer is when you're talking in your meditation, and you don't even know what you're saying anymore, because the words are coming through you. That is the greatest prayer you can pray. You don't even know what to pray you go there, you ask for something. Next thing you know, you're praying for something else. It's called Rucha HaKodesh. You tapped into the vacas, And the is unity. And when you tap into that, words just come out of your mouth that you don't even know, what. To, how in the world am I praying for this? I'm, I, same thing with the speech. You start talking about something, God takes you a different direction. You just have to connect. Pray to connect, not to get. And pray for unearned gifts, that you should have unearned gifts. And most importantly, pray for Dat. Pray for the right perspective. Pray for the right perspective. Don't pray to change God. Pray for you to change yourself. And number ten. He never compared himself to anybody. He was never jealous. Moshe Rabbeinu was never jealous that Aaron got uh, to be the Gadol. He was never jealous about anything. He accepted. That is greatness. So If you want it, ten steps to greatness for Moshe Rabbeinu, Take these concepts of these 10 steps and connect to Moshe Rabbeinu. This is where Rav Nachman tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu represents the name Ma. What am I? Ma. Basically, when I say, what am I? I am 100% open to receive. can't get stuck if I'm in Ma. What? I can't. I'm open. But when I say I know everything, I can't receive. So when things are chaotic in our life, it teaches us to go into Ma. The name Ma is Makshava. Chashuv Ma. Return to ma. Meditate on Ma. Meditate on you knowing nothing. And the more you recognize how much more you grow in life, Hashem, the more you grow, you'll, you, the more embarrassed you'll be by what you knew before. And now you have to do Teshuvah for that. You understand? The more you grow, the more you're doing teshuva. Because the more you recognize, oh my God, what was I thinking yesterday? What was I thinking about that challenge? I was so upset about. Next thing you know, I ended up becoming for my benefit. Believe me, I've gone. Through, I get these challenges not on a uh, five thousand dollar level, on a big, 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 big digits, in all areas of my life. But at least I know how to calm the storm. I know I'm in a storm. I notice the storm. I notice I have to go through the storm. There's nowhere to run. It is a storm. We're not going to say it's not a storm. But you have to be able to stay calm in the storm. And when you're humble and you see a bigger picture, you recognize it's not your strength that's going to get you through the storm. It's God's strength that's going to get you through the storm. So this is where Rav Nachman says something very beautiful. The day you humble yourself is the day you will be giving strength. Strength is not from my hands. Strength is my ability to receive my creator, to internalize my creator in my life, and let him run the sail while I'm going through that storm. But are you going to go through a storm? Absolutely. Absolutely. But how do you get through that storm? And after the storms, you develop something called resilience and a bigger mindset. And that's a gift also. So I can't, you know, there's a reason why cars go through crash tests, you know? There's a, they have to go through the crash test. And, I, and this is something where, you know, we, we, don't like uncom- we don't like to be uncomfortable. We don't like things that are not comfortable. This is the key. This is the key. So, Hashem, help us all that we should all connect to the narrative to the of Moshe and his greatness. And that's greatness. That is greatness. Have a great day.